HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Let's eat in. I'm your host, Kathy Array, and uh, this is Heritage Radio Network today at Roberta's Pizza. Um, it's Memorial Day, so happy, happy Memorial Day, guys. I uh, hope you're enjoying the day off in the park, in the, at the beach, having a barbecue. It's a scorcher, too. This is only like 82 degrees, but it feels... It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's super hot. Today's show is brought to you by Hearst Ranch. They are the nation's largest single-source supplier of free-range, all-natural, grass-fed, and grass-finished beef. So uh, check them out at HearstRanch.com. Delicious. Good stuff. Have you had them before? Uh, I've had their steaks. Okay. And they are fantastic. I love all these new meat purveyors that are sponsoring the show. It's really interesting. Um, so this is a, that was Darren Bresnitz. Hello, how are you? Hey, also known as DJ... Terry Diabolic. Terry But no Diabolic. DJ, just... Oh, sorry. Okay, that's your not DJ name. Well, you know, I picked it uh, <laughs> before I really considered myself a DJ. Okay. And um, once you pick your DJ name, once you pick your stage name, that's it. That must have been an awful long time ago because as th- as long as I've known you, you've been a DJ. Uh, it was it was um, it's it's an old nickname from college from like two thousand one. Okay. And then I started uh playing records back in two thousand. 2005 when I was living in Austin okay but once you pick it you know it's like a nickname it's like you just can't do you have a nickname growing up uh no yeah yeah Kathy yeah, yeah I'd like D that's a nickname and it's all <laughs> Kathy's not your name Catherine oh Catherine yeah so yeah so you know once you, that nickname sticks it's good to go right on but yeah thanks for having me Totally. No, thanks for coming on air. Um, Darren, you do a lot of things. Let's just start with, with the first. Uh, you're a DJ now. Finger on the Pulse yes, is, your fi- ga- is your DJ duo. DJ duo and then also uh, Punches, which is our DJ trio or production trio. It's uh, my brother, Greg, a.k.a. DJ Forget, and our uh, really good friend, Alan Astor. And we make like disco music <laughs> and do remixes and things like that. And we're actually about to go on tour in Europe. Oh, wow. We're going Congrats. Copenhagen and uh, Barcelona, Madrid, Nice or Calvi, and some other places. Paris. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's 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 
it's been a while since we've been there. Um, and the last time I was there was uh, like November, like last like November of '09 or '08. Mm-hmm. You guys was, are always on the road, though, around the country. Yeah, it, you know, it happens. I mean, I used to travel a lot when I uh, worked for uh, the Food Network for Throwdown. I was really on the road. I was on the road like one week a, a month, um, which was a lot of fun. I got to, I mean, just. The great thing about working for the Food Network is that they really do go above and beyond to find the best uh, food and people in the country. And so, you know, you go, you'll go, you go to like, I don't know, Saratoga Springs <laughs> or uh, Springfield, Illinois, or just, you know, you go to your LA's and your New Orleans and your DC's, but you also get to go to the really uh, great pockets of American seafood that you would never, you would never go to unless, you know, someone oh, that's was cool. sending you out there. That's really neat. And who does the... Uh, so, so Darren was the producer of Throwdown with Bobby Flay, if you I guys was, recall. I, I was the associate producer. Associate producer. And then you're the producer of Dinner with the Band, was, which was started out as an online show. Mm-hmm. Got picked up by IFC Channel, so mm-hmm. it's currently in its second season. Uh, technically, it's still the first season. Oh, okay. Unless I forget the role you played in helping us research. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, that was... Kathy was wonderful. Kathy joined us for the first six preview episodes. Uh before she got too busy writing her own book and doing her own thing. Uh, but uh, she um, uh, helped us build a lot of relationships with like D'Artagnan and Fleischers and things like that. And we are... Food purveyor. Food purveyors, which has been great to yeah. really... Um, you know, a lot of... Sangley Farms. Sangley, fantastic. Great. And yeah. Brooklyn Grange. We're sitting in and sweltering under the... <laughs> The hot. There's no AC in here in the soundproof booth right now. But, uh, you know, one of the great things about... Um, having our own production company and working with IFC, uh, who has never really done like a real cooking show before is that there was a lot of, there's a lot of freedom of what we could do. Um, you know, the food network is really good, uh, at, um, making a very specific type of show, which I love working on. Um, and so it was a challenge to go to IFC where there weren't the, that same sort of structure, Mm -hmm. um, and seeing like what we could actually build and get away with, um, some which successes and some, Built, you built a great kitchen. We built a great kitchen. We built mm-hmm. the Rising Tide Studio, um, which was fantastic to, uh, you know, really look at um, the cost of renting a studio and building a set and then storing it, building it <laughs> out again, transporting it versus just finding a raw space and building a studio. And uh, it sounds a heck of a lot more efficient, too. It does. I mean, I mean it's uh, time, resources, energy, yeah. pro- uh, you know, stuff. I mean, li- you know, living through it, <laughs> I-, I don't know how much more efficient it was, especially, um, you know, when you're like, when uh, you're like, you know, having to overlap production work, pre-production work with sawdust and, and, construction, and construction and things like that. Painting, yeah. But now that we we have the studio, especially um, for the uh, second 10 episodes, we were able to be producing and running upstairs and have Pablo Muniz, who's our culinary producer, and Sam Mason, who's the host, um, and Akiko Mormon, who's your partner in crime from time mm-hmm. to time, uh, be testing recipes downstairs and we could be writing and testing recipes in the same room, which is just, you know, a luxury at times. It's not like, okay, well, we're yeah. in this office and you call you me in and here, you tell yeah. me, it's a, you know, they can shout up to us and like, oh, you know, these uh, these rice cakes aren't working or, uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to have time uh, to poach these eggs. But um, going back to the food relationships you set up, one of the great things about it is that, you know, uh, Greg and I really believe in working with like local and sustainable food and because we weren't tied to any I don't know 
and any so, previous sponsors right, like that like, like ifc wasn't didn't have a yeah. relationship with cuisinart or whatever whatever we, we were able to well thank you to cuisinart for actually helping us oh wow the there kitchen. we go <laughs> uh but yes like because of that and so because of that we were able to source i would say 80 to 90 percent of our food locally and then in return be able to support uh you know fleischer sangli brooklyn grange which really um meant a lot to us. I mean, first that off, the just, that was so really fun. It was a lot of fun. The product is great. It's a great company. And, you know, to be on TV um, and actually be using it, and it's not this, like, scary sort of, like, oh, I don't know if I could go to a farm and get this. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's sort of like, no, you you know, it's like, look, if you live in Wisconsin, you live in California, it doesn't take much research. You just got to put in a little effort to find out where the green market is or where you can order food. You know, obviously... Uh, there are great supermarkets out there, you know, I mean, uh, but it was great to really work with these local purveyors and get as close to the farm as possible, uh, short of like going out and like hacking out a rib from a cow. Yeah. And, and, you know, the location was great, too. Um, the, the studio is in Williamsburg. And I, I remember, I think when we we're shooting the first episode of Dinner with the Band with the Jerk. Oh, uh, Le Savvy Fab, yeah. Le Savvy Fab was the band and Jerk Chicken was the thing. And, and, you know, like Pablo was like, we need some more peppers to like, you know, kind of fill this nice scene with. And I just went up to the rooftop farms in, in Greenpoint Yeah, <laughs> these great peppers. They're beautiful. It was definitely awesome uh, shooting the first six episodes in September and having that option. Shooting the remaining 10 in February proved mm-hmm. a little difficult at times because mm-hmm. there wasn't as much um, like fresh stuff. But yeah. we still managed to get, get through. You know, it's... it's, it's um, I mean, and you and know, you're still well. working with these farms and, and still working D'Artagnan with these farms. and Fleischer's. We're still working with them. And, you know, I mean, especially... You know, working with you and things like that and also your book, you know, it's about building a community and it really is, you know, you just sort of got to start taking the time and taking the effort to really put your money where your mouth is or (laughs) put your effort where your mouth is or, you know, put your mouth where the local food is, you know, put your mouth on a lot of stuff uh, that comes with (laughs) like locally sourced food. That's great that you got to do that. I'm really glad. I'm really proud to be a part of it. Yeah. And, you know, the response has been really good. We, um, you know, we had uh, two new episodes premiere a few weeks ago, the Rufus Wainwright episode. And then we had three episodes from the previous season, and now we're back, I think, this starting, I can't remember if it's tomorrow or a week from tomorrow, but we start with eight new episodes, starting with mm-hmm. the Mountain Goats, and um, they make uh, cauliflower steaks. Nice. Which I don't know if you've ever had That's, cauliflower steaks. That steak. sounds like a Serena type thing, no? Where uh, you kind of brown it, you slice it in a really big piece, no? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, you... Um, you sort of do a, a cross section. You can get about like right. two or three steaks. Exactly. And you cook it and then you do, uh, you know, like a, I think we use the scraps to make a puree with argan oil and white chocolate. Ooh. Um, wow. Which I'll tell you right now, as hot as it is today, that sounds a lot, that sounds really lot better good. than me. And, you know, um, more than any other vegetable, uh, cauliflower takes on this really beautiful, like sort of even caramel flavor mm-hmm. uh, when it roasts. It's like a little sweet. It um, definitely does, yeah. And... I haven't tried it with broccoli, but I have a feeling that I don't think broccoli would hold up in the same way. Broccoli, the florets are very different from the stems. Yeah. So they they crisp up nicely. They crisp up. But stems, not so much. Yeah, I mean, you have a definitely more consistent, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, texture. With the cauliflower. But steak, I've had fried yeah. cauliflower, and that's just, just, that, like, that's just as delicious. Yeah. But so it's good. So we're doing that. We're doing, you know, we, we um, you know, the, the process behind, every time you approach a television show and, and you look at um, what type of food you're going to do, especially a cooking show, you uh, you know, you know start with the ideals of the chef. What's the chef going to make? What's their food? 
um, you know, what is their ideal, and then you sort of uh, find a common ground between what's also accessible. So many of these chefs on TV are chefs and just could cook circles around the at-home person and has mm-hmm. access to knowledge and ingredients and equipments that just, you know... Hey, that's not true. Just kidding. It's not... I mean, it's... It, you know, not... I mean, Kathy, you're obviously not the, the uh, normal example. But, you know, most people at home, like, while they're avid cooks, it's just like, if you just, you know, if you go into, like, a normal kitchen, you know, you're going to find, like, you know, not everyone has a sous vide machine. Not everyone has, you know, like... 12 burners you know mm-hmm. mo- you know yeah sam is a little high-minded you know tech technology exactly especially yeah. with sam sam he you know he definitely falls more into the uh, molecular astronomy yeah. stuff and uh you know if you're not careful you could just really just you know it's like powders and gels and <laughs> if, things if you like. don't curb him a little yeah but so then you know once you find like a common ground you know the great thing that we found about sam is that it wasn't so much about um how far you could take food and making like you know bone marrow tapioca balls but it was just like what are the different flavor combinations that you could put together and things like making um you know for murder city devils we did uh you know gourmet burrito and then we had like goat cheese in it with like chorizo and instead of um refried greens we did like we did like refried lentils so it's sort of just taking a play on like your normal dish especially since a lot of the dishes and food that we um we draw influence from are from stories from like the bands on the road like murder city devils love burritos in san francisco so we go okay how do we take a burrito make it more special and then what's like the sam twist and you know that's how we sort of make these dishes but that's you know that's one show a lot of times you it's really just um a culinary producer a producer and the chef that's coming out with ideas that's why it's great about doing the band because you have these bands who have these like crazy stories from the road and that's like where we pull these dishes or the idea of a dish from Dinner with the Band has some great recipes, I gotta say. Oh, you should see. Well, my it's favorite like one... It's highlight next to the music. You should... Coming up, uh, the, I think it's the second to last episode this season, we did Avar Simone, and um, they love bibimbap, and <laughs> they love breakfast, so we did a um, bibimbap, uh, like, hollandaise, like a Like, a like Benedict. an ex-Benedict, yeah. It's with, like, r- rice cakes and all these, like, julian vegetables, beet kimchi, a soy poached egg, and, like, a miso uh, hollandaise. Oh, that sounds great. I mean, it's... It's awesome. It's like a thousand ingredients. Uh, it's a little <laughs> tricky, but the payoff is really, really awesome. I've never had a soy poached egg before, and it's what? Yeah, you, that, just, no, you, that... just, you just boil a whole yeah. huge pot of soy, <laughs> and then you just do the whole poaching thing. Yummy! But it's it's good. You know, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, especially on this show, to really get these basic things like a Benedict, a burrito, uh, you know. Uh, Go higher in a bond, and then go like, what can we do just to like make it go outside staple? And I, I think people respond to it. I think you know a lot of this food is for chefs as well. Like a lot of these dishes I see is like staples on menus. You know, if I walked into a place and I saw that um, bibimbap Benedict, (laughs) I'd be like, I know what I'm getting every Sunday. (laughs) You know, yeah, that that and some like beet sangria. No basic benedict for our smell not at all no i feel like you would like them you like them don't you i, I do yeah i met them here once yeah. we had them on the show so we're gonna take a quick break obviously darren is really into music what'd you pick for this song uh we just got a um official remix approved by keely who remember block party yeah uh he's putting out a solo album this june and the first single is tenderoni and we actually got an official remix Sweet. of this so this is the official tenderoni remix great be right back
we're back on Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Airway, and uh, that was some uplifting jams brought to Summer you. Summer jams. Summer jams, chosen by Darren Bresnitz, our guest today. And that's, uh, that's from uh, my disco crew, Punches. Punches is the name of his disco. You know, we're actually uh, playing in New York um, June 12th at uh, 88 East Broadway. You ever been there? It's like a oh, dim sum yeah, restaurant. Oh, yeah, place on uh, mm-hmm. Canal. Uh, yeah, East know. Broadway. Yeah. And it's us and Holy Ghost and Classics and Jessica Six. It's going to be a, a, a barn burner. That's going to be crazy. It's like our send off before we head out to Europe. So. Damn. Nice. Come out. I'll, I'll put you on the guest. I'll put you on plus one. All right. All right. I'll come by. So, um,. We were just talking a lot about the food um, on the show Dinner with the Band, which Darren produces, directs. And, uh, you know, I got to say, one of my, as much as I love that food there, one of my favorite things is like just going to like, you know, the after party or like the staff, you know, family meal and Mm -hmm. like you're like making some like pork or something crazy. Just you just put together I like mean, those chicken wings last time oh, oh yeah 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 great. you know one of i mean this is one of the great things that I, i've really loved about cooking um especially having this rising tide studio this culinary studio we have is that like now we have a center that we've always sort of wanted of like doing dinners and cooking and things like that and um it's great for the winter but in the summer as you know uh we do these barbecue series um and we've we actually worked together in the past i think we've actually done three together uh, in, in different variations, we did um, the one, this is our third year now, and we, you did that first, that second one. Yeah. With uh, Michael from Razor Shine Knife and Mark from Whisk and Ladle, yep. which thank you very much for writing about it in your book. Yes. I really appreciate it's, it. It is recalled in detail. It in is. In graphic detail, because I cut my finger. Yes. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I I can't remember if I remember that you cut your finger. <laughs> there was so much going on. There was it so was much like, going on. It was crazy. Who knew? Because um, that was our first one, you know, we we the very first one in, uh, was at Studio B when it was still right. called Studio BBQ, and then Studio B shut down, and then we scrambled and luckily uh, got in at Hope Lounge, mm-hmm. and then you and Mark and uh, Michael did the very first one there, and it was it was phenomenal. Um, and I think that, I think that was one when we were still DJing, and now we don't DJ them anymore because it, mm-hmm. it is it is it is way too much, too much to DJ. Now you guys are like have like a waiting list of like really great restaurateurs who want to be. So basically, this barbecue series is a different chef is chosen, different chef to produce a barbecue themed menu for really cheap, and yeah. it's a good great party. The whole idea. So uh, you know we we um are we have our loving sponsors in case. Who provide uh, great, you know, products and things like that. They, you know, for all the new iPhones, iPads, etc., oh, yeah, etc. Right. And New York Magazine, who's our media partner, which mm-hmm. is new this year, which is phenomenal to have teamed up with them. And uh, we are um, doing six. The first one was with the lovely Robertas last month, and the next one is with you. And I forget your guest chef's name. My guest chef is going to be John Meyer from Mrs. Kim's Restaurant in Greenpoint. I've just he's always I've always you know done a lot of cooking with him, and I just always wanted to you know cook more with him i mean so. the, whole, the whole idea is to have these chefs you know we've had everyone from uh marlo and sons uh dram shop um, sam mason sam Taylor. mason calexico and you know you have these, having frankie's Fantino. we're having frankie's Fantino and andrew wk as the series finale oh and that's in august this in august it's um, gonna be crazy so we're doing that one is august 25th and then we're doing it on august 21st uh that's at the yard with um fatty q oh great Another one, July 10th, the Sam Mason, also at the yard. July, the last Wednesday in July uh, with um, Mile End, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited about. Uh, and then you are uh, June 16th. June 16th at Good, Company. at Good Company. And the whole theory behind this is that, you know, we take these um, 
awesome chefs, awesome plates, and they're you know they range from you know you can walk into these restaurants and drop fifty to a hundred dollars mm-hmm. a person depending on what it is. And you come to our barbecues and you get a five dollar plate of this food and you get as many plates as you want and it's free entry and cheap drinks and uh, really uh, good company. It's more of a party, you know. It's a party, but it's a party it's and honest, it's yeah. a party. And it's about food as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's now Hope Lounge is closed and out of the ashes is now Good Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they I don't know same if you, location, same different location, name. different name, great redesign. Mm-hmm. Total great beach backyard. feel. Great back. Have you been since it reopened? No. It's awesome. I can't wait. They uh, forget what the name. They had some place out in Rockaway, and they had to redo their deck, and they had all this, you know, like uh, weather beaten, worn wood, and they just outfitted it, the whole bar and everything with this like really just beat up driftwood <laughs> type stuff. That's awesome. It's awesome, and um. So, so since Studio B, it was called Studio BBQ. Does it have a distinct name now? These barbecue barbecue series? blowout. Okay, that's right. Um, which check I'd, out <laughs> New York Magazine for mentions on yeah, that check, coming check, up. Yeah, They're, check out New York Magazine. Right. Um, and then if you want information, you can write us at music at fotpnyc dot com or check out fotpnyc dot com. Finger on the pulse. Yeah, you guys should have the info there. And uh, freelance whales are DJing with DJing your barbecue. Oh, nice. I think your eyebrows just touched your hair. Are they are they performing live, right? They're No, I think they're just DJing. Oh, um, I didn't know they DJed, too. Doesn't everybody DJ now? <laughs> so it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's really great to have this um, you know, I always have to thank Justine D who uh, asked us to do the very first Studio BBQ and for and to evolve into this in, in about 3 years. It's really awesome. It's really just uh it's it's like crazy just to have been able to work with so many chefs and get so many people involved and just Thankfully, this year we did a little bit better planning. The last two years, we would do a barbecue. And They're then, always on a rainy Wednesday. Yes, I remember that. Yes. It rained every single one. Every lab. single one. <laughs> and uh, But this time, at least, we know, you know, we um we planned them out in advance. You know, before, it's just like, oh, maybe we should do one. All right, we're going to do one. Okay, oh, we, we got to book the next one. This time around, it was a lot of just like, let's just get all of our six things lined up. Um, and then just really promote all of them. And, uh, sounds like from three years comes a lot of, you know, because, I mean, we started, I mean, we started playing this in February. Yeah. I mean, which is, is totally insane. I've never seen, despite the rain, I mean, there's plenty of umbrellas at this patio. I've never seen it not be totally packed and totally oh filled with the best food I've yeah, ever seen. Sometimes so. I think the rain is a blessing only because it would just be totally rammed uh i remember the sam's one particularly was just like a hurricane <laughs> on a wednesday and i couldn't believe how packed it was but uh it's a lot of fun it's uh you know and then you know we just do the food service lasts like seven till it runs out and then we just hang out and drink and yeah. until everyone goes home good stuff good times so it's good it's good you know it's, it's just one of our uh summer projects and it's then one we're- of your millions of freaking projects i can't keep track of uh well you know and then we're also working on um working on new ideas for uh cooking shows which is always exciting um just working with new chefs and working with new people just um you know getting this idea of you know when you uh meet a chef or you meet a cook uh and seeing you know what an extension of themselves would be that a show because a lot of times on camera on camera a lot of times people or chefs or you know or any genre of tv they're like, I just want to be on TV. I don't really care. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people... Do they say that, too? Not They're so like, many... Hey, can you put me on TV? Make me look pretty. You know what? No. Uh, s- sometimes it's not as always as direct. But yeah, sometimes people are just like... Or, you know, some people are just really good talent. You know, mm-hmm. they can just... They're just a good host. And it doesn't really matter what they're... You know, 
don't want to say it doesn't matter, but like, you know, they just say, put me on TV. But when it comes to cooking, you know, no chef would really open up a restaurant that isn't an extension of themselves. And I feel that the same should apply for a TV show. You know, why be a classically trained, you know, French trained chef and do, I don't know, like Japanese sushi show. I mean, (laughs) I, I mean, I'm sure that you could. But like, you know, at some point it just doesn't, it just sort of doesn't line up and it just feels like a stretch, especially if you love. Sometimes you got to give up. No? Pardon? (laughs) Ever have to like work with a chef and you're just like, ah. We have uh, gone down the development road with a couple number of chefs, uh, written, pitched, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I think the the one thing I wish that they taught me, uh, when I went to school for TV and, and all this type of stuff, is that 90% of the stuff is failure. Mm. So much of it is failure. Gosh. And so little... I mean, I guess that's so much of life. Yeah. Uh, that, like, so much of it really so just... So much like, of pitches. And same with the book industry, too. Well, I mean, how did you go through your book? I don't know. It just happened. It just happened? I, I just woke up one day and all of a sudden... There was a book. It's a great book, by the thank way. You. I really, thank you. I really so uh, enjoyed reading it. You're a really good writer. Oh, thank you. Not well, that I mean, for not, populating it with with stuff that happened. Not that, that I didn't uh, think that you weren't a good writer, but you were like a really a much like even better than. Sweet, thanks. It was really good. Cool. All right, I gotta pop the question now. Uh, romantic date meal cooked at home. What would you make? Oh uh, well, I would say for the summertime, uh, your best bet is just to go to the green market and see what's available. You know, I, I actually cooked a very nice romantic dinner the other night uh-huh. uh, for my lovely girlfriend. And um, I uh, just made some, you know, like I got some like fresh cheese and some fresh bread and made uh, asparagus, made like mini grilled cheese. Sweet. Some oyster mushrooms cooked in some bone marrow. Oh. Which with uh, two what? sunny side up eggs. Oh. And then uh, a couple of those uh, uh, Neiman steaks, mm-hmm. um, which were fantastic. And then just fresh strawberries and champagne. Oh, that sounds perfect. I mean, Love and it. you know, and that's the thing. That's the Spring beauty about cooking in the in the in the harvest of uh, the summer and, and the fall and things like that. It's like, you know, those baked gratin heavy dishes. Forget it. Forget it. Like really just play up, you know, a little olive oil, a little salt, a little pepper, you know, barely cook anything. Can't wait so, to do that. So that's romantic. Tonight. It yeah. is. It's, you know, strawberries and champagne, strawberries and champagne, honestly. Yay. And I mean, those strawberries at the green market, I think they even got a, uh, a picture in the times. <laughs> like, I think, I mean, they were some of the best strawberries I've ever had. I've they not, they're just, they're just bursts of flavor. Go run out and buy them now. So thanks so much, Darren, for being our guest today, my guest and, uh, check out Darren's show. It's called Snacky Tunes. It's on, you know, every Monday here at Heritage. Two o'clock. Two coming, o'clock. Coming up, and uh, check out Dinner with the Band on Tuesdays on at, IFC at channel. 10.30. 10.30. And check out Punches, our disco stuff. <laughs> check out everything. All right, we'll be back next week. I'd like to thank Jack Inslee and Nat Wiener and uh, our sponsor, Hearst Ranch. See you next week. Love on you, love.